This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. You look terrible. Thank you. I'm, I don't mean it in a... <laughs> I mean, you just look like you're very sad and hadn't slept, and I don't think that this is not good. I but, tend to look like that in general. No, you look... <laughs> Welcome back to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. And this episode is an interesting one. It's, it's a tragedy and a comedy. I see mostly, mainly mainly a tragedy. Well, mostly a tragedy, but one that you need to go through in life. Right. This is this is the episode where I discuss a recent breakup that I had. And it we what's interesting about this episode is that uh, we kind of did a check-in um one day, the day f- right after it happened, I kind of just hopped onto the mic with, with you, Mom. Really, it took a lot of courage. And uh, explained what happened. It, it was, was the first scary. time where I, I was telling you, so it's kind of a raw, uncut version. Yeah, it was very, very emotional. And then we checked in again three days later, mm-hmm. where I, I was on the on the mend, but still the pain was processing. Yeah. And now, 15 days later... We did a final check-in today, and I'm back to my normal sprightly self. A little more horny than usual, but sprightly nonetheless. A little hornier, um, a little more grown-up. You turned into a man. I turned into a man. I actually think your beard is even growing in. That's because I haven't shaved. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It it was interesting. This, This was the longest relationship I've had, which has been four months. No, you've had other relationships that have been longer probably, but they weren't as deep and meaningful. Well, they weren't as serious, right? This is the first one. And yeah. and to be quite honest, you know, we we were very close, but um I I I clearly we weren't cl- so close that we wanted to continue seeing each other. Right. I think it was mutual, which was good. It wasn't like one-sided. It was a mutual breakup. Uh we kind of that we were going to have three and a half weeks apart and we kind of had to decide, okay, are we going to invest more in the relationship or are we going to say au revoir? Right. And I think you basically decided that would be the best thing to do. Um, And it's difficult because you got used to having this great regular sex because sex is always better when you like, you really are in a nice relationship where you guys can communicate and tell each other what you turned you on and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, so the sex yeah. component is one part of it, but I also think just having someone in your life that you see on a regular basis, or talk to at least, yes. even, even with just Snapchatting each other, it's it's something that you you end up feeling when it's over. Of course. So this was an interesting experience, and uh, I, I'm very grateful that you brought me through it. Oh, I'm very grateful that you included me. Yeah, this is. I hope this one, I, I decided to record this kind of like a journal. Yeah. Um, so was that, it therapeutic for you? Well, so I I had two reasons for wanting to do this. One was for our listeners to make sure, you know, to give them something to compare their own breakups to if they mm-hmm. and when they go through their own breakups. Right, it could be very helpful. And then the second thing for me, I think that this was surprisingly painful for me. I you know. know, I like this girl a lot, but I didn't expect it to be, I didn't expect to have such pain. Right, right. And so, I don't even think you expected it to end when it did, though. I think you were just kind of surprised when you are taken to- aback. I totally was. Um, but I want, for the future, to remember, to be able to listen back. And in the future, if I could go through a breakup, I can say, oh, look at this. He was, I was very, I was in a lot of pain then. I was able to work through it. And right. And now time, I've come out of it. Time literally does heal. Time heals. And talking about it helps. Yeah. So that was a yeah very valuable uh, little uh, audio diary. Yeah, yeah. I someone told me, um, and I don't know how much value there is, or like how much proof there is to this, but for every year that you're in a relationship, it takes a month to heal from it when it's over. Oh. So since I was in this for four months, it should take about uh, what is that? 
it's a, th- a third of a month. You're asking. So yeah, yeah. a third yeah. of a month. Yeah, it kind of did. Yeah. It kind of did take so, about ten days. Ten days. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's a new theory. So. Um, yeah, but that's just. Yeah. You know. I don't know. For someone who's married like twenty years or something, I would I would think that that's going to take a long time to heal it. It might be hogwash. Yeah, it could be hogwash. But uh, you know what? I really think it has to do with like you know just I don't know what you know if who does the breaking up. I mean, if if you really are were heading that way, it might be a relief even, and you might not even go through any grief. That's true. That's true. Because it was so, uh, you know, it was mutual and it was difficult for both of us. I think uh, it was especially hard. It right, was a I weird think, way to break yeah. up. There's I mean, no hostility. We kept right, in you, touch. Yeah, you didn't stay and have it drag on until you guys started really disliking each other. Right, right. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how we continue on as friends. Yeah, I hope you can. Oh, I think, I think we will. I know. Meanwhile, I still feel like you should stay away from all social media. That... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, or don't. We're not going to say anything else. Just um, hope you all enjoyed this. Oh, it, no, that's not what I want to say. Yeah. I hope you all um, benefit from this. Yes. Enjoy this breakup journal. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. The birds and the bees and the flowers and... <laughs> All right. It's 7.30 a.m. in Los Angeles. Welcome to the emergency episode of Sex Talk with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I, I don't know if this will air uh, since the, I, I can't imagine this is going to be that funny it's regarding my breakup that occurred less than 12 hours ago oh okay are, are you all right first of all i'm all right i got i got like three hours of sleep last night shit no i was in bed for like a long time but i did not sleep well i'm sad very sad for you thank you and for the person that you broke up with b, b. or b okay and for b um yes not good not, not good. good. You look terrible. Thank you. I'm, I don't mean it in a... <laughs> I mean, you just look like you're very sad and hadn't slept, and I don't think that this is not good. I but, tend to look like that in general. No, you look <laughs> You look good. I mean, you normally look much happier. So what happened? All right. So yesterday, I actually arrived to her house looking similar to this. I, I've been like, I've been sick. Yeah. I was exhausted when I got to her. You don't do well with sleep deprivation. No, I did not. And so I picked her up. It was, she's going away for winter break for like three and three and a half weeks. So I won't see her for for like another month. Hmm. So this is going to be one of our last times hanging out before Thursday. When you leave. When I leave and she leaves. Okay. Um, in this past week, she was really sick with a cold that I might have given it to her, but I'm not sure because she was exuding sure. symptoms that I was not exuding. So who knows what happened here? But mm-hmm. she was really sick earlier in the week. So I haven't seen her all week. Mm-hmm. And then, so we were planning on hanging out yesterday and I called you. I was like, I was concerned about right. seeing her because yeah. we're going to Mexico, you and I. And the kid and your your siblings. The kids, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> siblings are coming with, and I was concerned because I was like, I I have a feeling I know her. She she does not. She's not nearly as germaphobic as I am, mm-hmm. and I know she's gonna want to be touchy and intimate, mm-hmm. especially if we're not gonna see each other for a while. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I don't want to get sick before this vacation. Right. I don't want to be sick on vacation. So yeah. this was like hanging over us the entire time we're hanging out. It was. Wait, from, you walked in and you said, uh, "Don't go near me because I'm sick, or I don't want to get sick." So I something? picked her up and brought her back to my place because her car's in the shop, and I made it evident. I was like, "Listen, this, like, I don't know, if, like, we should be intimate today," because I was trying to express even more concern, saying like, "I don't like, we should keep our distance today because I don't want to get sick." She's yeah. like, why? You can go to Cancun and, like, uh, you know, be in recovery there. And I was like, no, this is a horrible freak. idea. I don't want to go on vacation to recover from a sickness. Sounds like a terrible idea. But anyway, there was clearly issues 
lie lie beneath all this before. Right, but there's also the part of no, just saying that says that's pretty selfish. On her end. Yeah, I mean, I think if, if she's willing to get you sick and get the entire family that you're going with sick, it's, well, it's not right. Well, so no, she. I mean, okay. So there are a couple of thoughts on that. Number one, one thing that's been lying underneath all of this relationship is that she feels that I have not been as communicative as she wants me to be. Not in terms of like how open I am with her, but how often and frequent we talk and like how much I want her in my life, basically. It seems like there's an imbalance there. Are Are you guarded? No, I'm saying I'm not guarded. I think I'm very open. Oh, she's the one who's not giving you... No, she's the one wanting me to just increase our frequency of wanting to hang out and see each other and talk to each other. Okay. But I'm saying the reason that you haven't up until now been that you've been guarded. I think that it was probably... She was was saying, like, she felt like she was always, like, it... um, Like, this added... Uh, thing onto my life that she was trying to fit in. She was an inconvenience. Because okay, I did. Did you think that that was true? No, obviously I enjoyed hanging out with her. We were dating for four months. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is always that imbalance of someone's going to want to see someone more, especially if there's a lot going on in one person's life and as opposed to the other. That's and and so that's the other precedent. Th- that's the other thing. You know, I, she is busy. I think she has a better time uh multitasking and mm-hmm. fitting a lot of things into her life and for As me do, yeah most women are like that i think so for me it was very you know i have and i tend to be a little more rigid like i if i have a schedule especially if i'm feeling a little inst- unstable in my like career or something like that which like, is true right which now. Is, which is true <laughs> i lost my job i'm, I'm mm-hmm. focusing on this full time who the fuck knows what's gonna happen with this and well, we know it's gonna. This is gonna be a be huge hit. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Like there, there are a lot of things up in there in my life right now. So I was, I was, you know, trying to get grounded in that sense. And it's hard to add another person to my life right now. And it's surprising because she just moved out here and she has three jobs, and so she's juggling a lot. Uh, but I guess we just work differently in that sense. And this is no, no. Just think about that though. If she just moved out here, she doesn't have a huge network of friends. Which would be logical that she'd be a little more needy than you in that respect if she has a boyfriend. Right, right. And, you know, it's socially you, it, different than career-wise. Um, right. She didn't have much going on, and you do. You've got a huge network of friends and some family. Right, 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 right. Okay. Well, anyway, that was, that was an underlying issue, that she wanted to hang out with, not hang out, just communicate more in general. And, and you know whether that's through text message or she wanted like you know to be regularly talking um and another thing was that she wanted to be having more sex and as we talked about this sounds so ridiculous but every time we have so she didn't want to have sex unless we had a sleepover following it that's unless it was during the day she had a few qualifications no, I mean, I understand where she's coming from. I don't think anyone enjoys that feeling of having sex and having to leave at, like, 1 in the morning to well, go back to her apartment. Right. Why wouldn't it be you leaving at 1 in the morning if you had sex at her place? She didn't like hanging out in her apartment and because her roommates kind of suck, and she's like, it, it's my my apartment is, is nicer, and so we enjoyed hanging out here. So mm. it was always more convenient for her to come here. Mm. So ultimately what ended up happening was that we weren't having – I mean – we were having sex about once a week, maybe on average, once mm-hmm. or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's not about frequency, it's quality, but that's neither here nor there. And I thought the quality was building. Yeah, that's what I thought you'd said. This part, part of what is hard, the hardest part about this is that this is the first girl that I've really, like... Had enjoyable sex with. I had enjoyed, that I trusted enough to... Right, and to learn and grow and... Right, and right, to, to be okay. vulnerable with. It was very chill, yeah. Yeah, that's hard. It's very hard. But that's okay because you, you don't want to buy the first car you try out. Yeah. Anyway, so. what ends up happening, Aww. we end up... Aww. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had you be emotional of a breakup. You've always been like, thank God I broke up. 
this is a different this is a different, different game. beast different beast. yeah ultimately i think this is good like i think what ended up happening was that um i don't know if i could put this on the podcast be oh. crying She made an interesting comment at dinner, which is that if if you see that it's not working out in a relationship early early if you see it's not working out early on in a relationship, it's better to break up then. It's much easier then than later on. Was that a hint to you of some sort? I think so. Here's what was interesting. I think it felt like like this. This didn't come that much of a as much of a surprise. I think I I said something like super poetic, <laughs> uh, which is like it does feel like uh, a lot like dancing when you're dating someone. It does. That is, I totally agree with what you're talking about. Because there's a lot of you're not speaking the status of your relationship the whole time, and uh-huh. yet you know when the dance is about to end. Or that I always think of it as like there's a, a difference in power that vacillates. Yeah, yeah, the that, that's true too. And and no who one's has speaking. More control. And you don't speak about it; it just happens. Mm-hmm. Just who who feels more vulnerable and who has more control, and it vacillates depending. You know, it, it could be a daily thing, and you never know. Right. But in your case, so what happened? So ultimately, it was it was bizarre. We had the it was like a very intense day. Like we started by watching two episodes of Transparent, which is both of our favorite show, which mm. deals with relationships, yeah, yeah, and breakups and things like that. And uh, then we ended up uh, going out to dinner. It was just like like a very tense. The dinner allowed us to relax and to like enjoy each other's company and mm-hmm. it was like this is going so well and then we went next door to like a bookstore mm-hmm. and she was making inflammatory comments uh i think perhaps maybe she i don't know if she was doing it intentionally but it was it was triggering me what type of what do you mean like like, like she's she was making um she she was making comments that were so like i was pointing out we were pointing out some of our favorite books to each other that we know of. So obviously all the uh-huh. books that I was pointing out were spiritual and philosophical texts. And hers texts. were women power. And you hers. girl. Right. Her, right. Yeah. <laughs> really? I was kidding. I didn't even know those, those were real titles. No, no. But yeah, she, she studied feminist and gender studies. So as a result, and this was something that's been an ongoing issue since the beginning of our relationship where Sometimes she'll make digs at men. I know that's what I'm, that's why I'm saying that. But but why? Well, you're not like so, you have to treat every guy differently. Okay, but so so that was something that I brought up to her. Because you're like what, the what, opposite of the guy that she hates. Like you're you're very in touch with your feminine side. You're very sensitive to other people's needs, and I don't see you at all as being like what James was like the other day. So, so why generalize you and lump you in that category? Okay, so but. She, her argument is that it, that's her natural reaction when she, you know, is confronted with like an old white man. So like I pointed out Alan, a book by Alan Watts and she immediately starts like dissing the title. What's the title? The Wisdom of Insecurity. Whatever, whatever the case may be. I called, I basically, and then there was another, there was another book that she did the same sort of thing and I called her out. I was like, listen. These are things that these are people that I respect a lot. I don't look at the text that you respect and mm-hmm. say, "Oh, this is written by a woman. I fucking hate that shit. Mm-hmm. This has got to be garbage." Well, yeah, I get that. I was like, "That you carrying around this hostility towards men is is challenging for me." So what ends up happening is that we get in a big argument about this. She's like, "I don't think you have the right as a man to like. I'm not going to be that sympathetic," or. I'm not gonna have to. I'm not gonna censor my my feelings around you. Like I don't feel like I should be having to do that. And I do have this cynicism for toward towards men, towards older men. And then why is it? Why is this natural cynicism towards older men? What did they do that was so horrible? Live. So I think that she so she started outlining for me later on in the conversation several things that have uh, affected her negatively. Oh, okay. That 
older men have done. I, you know, it's 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 an interesting discussion, and we could do that at some other time. But just if she had been raised like I was raised, where you you go to school and you you're taught well, you have you can be a, a secretary, a teacher, a social worker, or a nurse. That was it. I mean, there was no discussion about whether I could be the doctor of the family. Just my brother was going to be the doctor. I mean, the this family. is why she's fighting. This is why she right, feels but, so angry. But I don't have this anger and hostility. This was the day. This was the time. I, I don't resent it. It's I, just how are you, who are you blaming for that? A whole, a whole society? Yeah, she does not. She's, she does not approve of this part of society. And that's why she studied it. That's why she's, she's trying to change it. She, she has felt like she has not been given the chances that her male counterparts have had. She claims that she's not taken, especially growing up, she was not taken as seriously as the men that were the same age as her and probably equal or less capable than she is. She was. I don't understand. She lived... She, she was able to articulate her yeah. experience okay. much better to me, and I don't want exp- right. to use right. her anecdotes. It was a very bizarre situation I was put in because I could totally see her side. And... Mm-hmm. A very I, empathic person. And it, it, here's here's what I, here's what I said. I was like, let's do a little thought experiment. Imagine like during the slave times, or even now, there's a black person and a white person walking down the street. They're buddies. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the whitey is the nicest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. He is never he he has no hostility towards this black person. He mm-hmm. he's another brother, mm-hmm. and they see a white guy walking towards them. And suddenly the black guy goes, oh, look at that fucking white guy. Mm -hmm. I don't trust that person. And even though the whitey that he's friends with, the nice whitey that he's walking with, can say, like, I totally see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. There's this runoff effect onto Onto the relationship between the two. Onto the relationship between the two. That's like, how, how are you like, this is very uncomfortable Right. And part of me is like, it should be uncomfortable because it, by creating this discomfort for me, it, it pushes me to be more, to fight more for her. To she's, more, she's, be more aware. Sure. To be more aware. But at the same time, it, it is challenging. That's a very, that, just like you said, that negative energy is very challenging to be around. It's an overriding she, issue in it, your relationship. Yeah, it could be, it could have been about anything. The fact that, she feels one way about something, and I'm trying to be sympathetic towards it, but it doesn't feel like there's as much uh, empathy coming in the other direction. And towards, towards you? Yeah, it felt like it, that was not the case. You, it almost maps onto this. What ends up happening is that we get to the end of the night. We both want her to sleep over to, at my place. Oh, really? Okay, so things got better then. You were able yeah, to talk I, it out. I'm, I, I really like her. Yeah, we're able to talk it out. We, there's like a great physical chemistry there. Mm-hmm. And, but ultimately I was like, listen, this is going to be a horrific night's sleep mm-hmm. because I can't sleep in bed with anyone. I'm already feeling shitty. So I really wanted a good night's sleep. You don't want to get sick. And I don't want to get sleeping s- the whole night. Yeah. And I don't, if I sleep next to you, I know I'm guaranteed to get sick with so whatever why, you have. Why, why, why? If it's just an issue of, of she not wanting to get up in the middle of the night, why can't you just go to her place? Honestly, is it that big of a I didn't, deal? I didn't want to be physically intimate with her at that. It, oh, because Even though I... Yeah, she's sick. Yeah. Yeah, she'd have to put on a mask. Right, so... <laughs> and, then you'd, and then wear a double condom or something. Right, and, <laughs> you know, gr- granted, she was at the, the end of her sickness. Okay, mm-hmm. she's still sniffling and... Was she sneezing at all? She was exhibiting signs of... Cold or flu or whatever the hell she had. Uh, so enough that you get you like not wanting you can but wait an extra But it day. doesn't matter who's right. The fact that I am feeling, no matter how germophobic I was. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I literally wanted to have sex last night. He didn't want to have sex because of the fact that he doesn't want to get sick from me because I have a residual cold. And I was like, okay, you know, it's like with the rest of the life to have sex. Why can't you wait an extra day? I can't believe that you were pushing for sex. When you told me I should be avoiding this because I don't want, shouldn't get the rest of the family sick. But he ain't going anywhere. He's home. And he probably gave it to me. Oh, I see we what you're saying. Together. You were going to be infecting him. I see. I was going to be infecting him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. But not really because this is the end of the, I mean, it's probably over already. Anyway, what the hell? I, she, I, I wish she would have told me that. It might have. What? 
This is my fault that you guys broke up. Call her up no, right now. Oh, you made a mistake. No, because it's indicative of a of a larger issue, which is that we did feel like there were there were parts of us that were not like clearly there were parts. Obviously, didn't come down to me not wanting to sleep with her one night. Okay. And us having a disagreement on that. And clearly, there were issues that we didn't feel like there was a strong enough connection here. I guess. To, to merit going a whole month without seeing each other and right. maintaining that connection. And she was kind of, she had good foresight in thinking it's going to be easier to break up now mm-hmm. than if we were to wait a month and come back and we try to yeah. keep this thing going. I hate to say it, it reminds me of when I put my dog to sleep. Oi, vey. Oh. <laughs> Why? What the hell? Well, I knew that he was really bad and he was dying and he couldn't see and he couldn't hear and he was shitting all over the place and we were going to move to another place and he would have to be put in a kennel and he probably would end up being miserable in this kennel and I thought, you know, I'm going to have to put him down, you know, it just, it could, it, there was nowhere to put, to keep him. Right. So we it, did, it feels like, it definitely felt like, like we're cutting our loss early. Yeah. But, the, the, you know, it, see, relationships are complicated and, you know, sometimes it's all about timing and maybe this was not the right time for you guys and maybe ultimately you'll go through other, you know, different people and, and find out that this was meant to be and come back to each other when right, you're ready. Right, That's right. what happened to me and your dad. But yeah. it could happen. I mean, breakups are not permanent. Right, right. And if people are smart around you, they won't go saying, oh, she's a bitch. It's good that you got rid of her, you know. They better not do that because I. No, I don't. I think all my friends are. They're gonna be like, "What happened? Why?" Yeah, because she's a good girl. She, you know, I really liked her, and uh, you know, I I think that you guys had a good relationship. Very pot, very um, open communication, and very both both you guys are very intelligent people, and there was obviously this this chemistry there too, which is hard to find. So I know you had a good time together, and who knows what could happen? So, you know. Uh, it's all about timing and where you are in your life. I mean, she's young, and uh, you're you're young too, and you both haven't had a lot of relationships. So, yeah, it's very true. Yeah. So who knows what could happen? I mean, maybe you'll get back together today. I'll tell you, it does not feel <laughs> it. It does not feel good to. It it feels like I'm in mourning or something. It's so freaking hard. I don't know how people ever break up. I really don't. Uh, I remember when uh, your brother went through this with his girlfriend. It was really, really painful for him and for her. So it's very, very hard to do this. I, this was only four months of dating. I mean, I could only imagine a year or two years or whatever. Yeah. I literally, this only happened to me in one instance when I was back in college after I broke up with your dad, after your dad broke up with me. Oh, asshole. And uh, I know you're not supposed to speak bad of the dead, but he was an asshole at that time. And uh, he broke up with me because I apparently didn't need him as more as the girl he was going out with needed him. It was lovely a reason for breaking up with me. And then I was dating this other guy for six months, super sweet guy, um, but I just didn't feel like it was ever going to be the one, even though I loved being with him and sex was great and chemistry was great and all the kind of things that, you know, you were talking about it was great. I just didn't want him to be the one. And we broke up and we're, you know, still actually uh, could be friends right now. Yeah. But you do have this, you need a period of like not speaking so you can move on a little bit. Right, right. But I mean, who knows? Is this, so what happened? When did, who initiated, well, maybe we shouldn't see each other? So it was the end of the night. We were deciding whether or not I should drive her home. Well, first of all, did you end up having sex? No. Okay. So that's when the tide turned. Basically, I was like, listen, I don't think it's wise for us to have this sleepover. I think if we, we're going to be here for another four days. If you get better and we're feeling it and like it's not going to be on our minds that you're going to get me sick, why don't we just do this in a couple of days? Mm-hmm. And then she was like, listen, I, it seems like it, it, basically she initiated and was like, maybe we should just take a break. Like this is going to, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe it's not even like something she thought about though. Maybe it's just happen and then she went with it and maybe she'll come back to you today and say i made a mistake yeah i don't i mean even if she does that i think that this it didn't come out of nowhere i mean it it was unexpected it was definitely unexpected like i wasn't going into this night thinking oh my god we're gonna break up tonight at all this is which is kind of the hardest part I, i was kind of very surprised by this 
Well, some people, like I have a friend who always tells me a quote of um, reject first and avoid the rush. Some people like feel like they might be rejected, so they'd rather do the rejecting. And mm-hmm. this might be the case with her. Maybe she felt like you were moving in that direction and she wanted to make sure that she wasn't the one dumped. Yeah. So maybe, that, maybe I don't know. possible. I, I think that she was picking up on... I think she was actually being the bigger person in this and being like, yeah, I'm going to be away for a month. There's, and as opposed to dragging this thing out, why don't we just cap it off now? Well, I don't know. I mean, what does that wait for the month have to do with it? I mean, you can have, you know, you can't have sex, obviously, but you can talk on the phone and you can, you know, text and you could Skype and all. I mean, I mean, it was long distance for four years. I mean, it's not a big deal if you go a month without seeing each other. Well, given that I can, she does, she's not happy with my communication while we're in Los Angeles together, I think she would be even more upset if we were long distance. I don't okay. I, I, th- I don't know. I think, I, I think this is for the best. I mean, I even told her like, I, this is the first relationship that I've had. So th- th- honestly, this is the first relationship I've really had. I know where, where it was mutual, where it's mutual and it's like res- steady and we're getting and to respect. know each other and there's a lot of respect there. Um, we're and on the same. Sex. Uh, we're great sex. We're on the same page. Um, it's, it's kind. Of, I mean, you say like, but it's probably your first love. No, it's not my first love. I think it was my first true like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, and I think uh, it's a good. It, it was a good experience. Phenomenal I mean, experience, and I. I, think, I wish I. I wish I had a lot of uh, you know, different likes like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. Yeah. And I think that's very mature of you to to recognize that it wasn't meant to be, but you were able to still have a good relationship. That so well, you're growing, evolving so, as a person. So that's what I I even said that to her. I was like, "Listen, this is the first relationship that I've been in because usually when I enter a relationship, I'm looking for the one, and mm-hmm. if I don't see immediately that there's potential for her to be the one, or it doesn't feel like this is the one." Then I I avoid it, and, it, and it's taken a lot of time for me to get to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get to know someone. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll turn out to be the one. Right, but right. right now, it's not. Right, right now you can't see it. I can't you see know, it, and well, because I think you were also fear fearful of the intimacy. Yeah, and, I think that had to do with it, and, and the need for perfection and all that. Right, and so this this was a growth experience to get to this huge, point. Huge, I have not ever seen you this. open about anything i mean it's amazing well i yeah i i I told her that and i think she agreed i think she was like yeah i don't know if this is gonna be we're very different stages of life i you know we have these differences i mean we both asked each other yesterday like i just don't get why you would like me like our different our our that you're so different we're very different our interests are very different do you know mom about my trimester theory of 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 relationships? Yes, I'm very yeah. So okay, so you got into the middle trimester. The norm, the the uh, storming the, phase. Well, it's not even that. It's just that all of a sudden you realize that those little things start creeping up that you need to deal with, yeah. and it's whether or not you can deal with them that will allow you to go into the third trimester. Because no one's going to be perfect. Everyone's going to have flaws and issues and warts and everything, and whether or not you can say, okay, those things are not as important as the the positives. Yeah. So if the negatives start outweighing the positives, then it doesn't work out. So it's hard to get into the third trimester. What's Relationships hard, are tough. What's hard is that I don't, for me, it didn't feel like I had come to the conclusion that this was, like I could totally see that, uh, I don't know. I, I I go back and forth. Part of me is like, no. I I was saying from the start, I don't see this as being the one. Like, if, and if the one means being in the third trimester, this is what I'm talking about. But it didn't. It it did feel like we were on a precipice where we and and that's why I felt like it could have gone either way. That and uh, last night, like if I had said, yeah, stay over, we would the relationship would have gone on. That's what's well, crazy. What do you think that means? It means, and I we even talked about like, yeah, this is the point where we say whether whether or not like things are going great. There's not a reason to really. There's no fighting. There's like we're we're very happy with each other right now. But this is the point where we have to say like, yeah, I want to invest more in this relationship, or I don't want to invest as much in this relationship. And ultimately, <sighs> I think we we both decided. No, I don't. 
I don't know. Yeah, no, it it didn't seem like this was going to be worthwhile. And I, to to me, it really feels like uh, we're in very different phases of life. Even though she's she's four years younger than me, she's twenty two. I'm twenty six. So what what phases? I mean, who's in a different? You're still experimenting, and she's ready to settle down. Is that is that or the other no, way around? No. I don't even know which phase anybody's in right now. What are you talking about? Uh, she's right out of college. She, you know, she yeah, she's yeah. still she's getting situated over here. She's trying to find her friends. She's trying to figure out, right. you know, where she belongs. And which I think has a lot to do with her putting such pressure on your relationship because she doesn't have, you know, this this steady group of friends that she can hang out with. And so you naturally are going to go to your your boyfriend for that. If if she had a you know she lived in this area for a long time and had a big group of friends and a lot of different social groups that she can go to, then I don't think she'd put as much pressure on the relationship. Yeah, and know. that's why you you I have did. so many friends. You have you know a lot of different you know male and female friends that you go to for support and for fun and everything else and and. You, therefore, you didn't need as much from a relationship right now. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe I just have very low. Uh, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been pretty uh, solo for the majority of my life, and right, right, and that does make a big difference of how much alone time you want, and you know how much alone time she wants, and how much you know. Like when I was in therapy, the therapist had draw circles. Of where you're, how much alone time you guys want, and where those the the time that you want intersects, because that makes a big you know difference. If one person wants more than the other, and it can't be resolved, that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. You look like you're about to pass out. I'm exhausted. Yeah, it's helped talking. Yeah. Huh? It's it's helped me a lot talking this out. With yeah, you. just trying to to sort through what actually happened here. Yeah, yeah it's challenge. It really is is very painful. And that's why the song says breaking up is hard to do. I I, I really I feel for you. I I, I think it is it, it, especially if you're used to someone in your life, and it's like the next thing you know, you want to pick up the phone and tell them this little funny story or something mm-hmm. that you guys had in common or some song that you had in common. It's going to be really you know there's some rocky waters ahead for you. But you know the good thing is you're going on vacation. You can kind of just relax and chill and you know let let things set, sink in and. You know, maybe absence makes a heart go fine, and you guys will find out that you know this is something that you want to you know start up again when you get back. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, you know, nothing is permanent. All right, well, thank you for this therapy session. <laughs> it's not therapy; it's how I feel about you know. I know that you are going to make the most awesome and incredible partner to somebody one day, and. Uh, you know, when you're ready, and, and it's all about timing. Thanks, Moot. No problem, son. I love you very much. Love I'm always too. here there. For, I'm always here for you. Thank you. And I don't want to see you upset and sad, and I'm sad that you had to go through this. But on the other hand, it makes what doesn't kill you makes you makes you stronger, as Kelly Clarkson would say. <laughs> no, I mean this is all. What'd you say, grist for the mill? Yeah. And then, you know, we'll see what happens. Yep. All right. I'm going to try to go back to bed. Go back to bed. I love you, honey. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Okay, so that was our day after update. I promise you it's only up from here. This is what happens three days after the breakup. You, Why are you laughing? Because you're upset that Howard Stern signed a five-year contract because that no, prevents us from having. I'm so not. No, I love Howard Stern. I, I I can't tell you how much I admire the way he interviews people. It's amazing. He he gets right in there. He is not afraid to ask anything, and he gets stuff out of people that you no never would you yeah. think could be gotten out of. So I love Howard Stern. I'm thrilled that he's going to be back on for five more years. Are you kidding me? Okay, should we do the... Um, We're the... having a love fest about Howard right now. Okay, can we do a check-in about my love life? Because my, my heart love? is broken as fuck. Oh. Yeah, it, it becomes a lot so less... Bad. Yeah, it becomes a lot less funny when you start pitying me. I'm not pitying you. I'm just feeling bad. That, 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 that hurts me to hear that your oh. heart is broken. 
Your heart's not soaring right now? Not a soaring heart. I, I literally feel like a, it's there's like a, a weight in it, like a bad fucking depressed weight. Oh. Do you, you, do you know that feeling? Yeah. So it's it's uh what so yeah. it's Tuesday. This the breakup happened late Saturday night, which means it's been money two three days. And you're listening to sad songs? No, I can't. That's part of the problem. Every time I get in the car and start listening to music, it fucking reminds me of her. So I have to yeah, start listening. I, 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 literally, one song had her goddamn name in it today, and it was one of my favorite <laughs> songs. I was like, no, how is this oh, possible? Man. She is an unusual name too. We call yeah. her B on the show, but her real name is very. It's different and it's unusual. And I, of course, it's part of one of my favorite songs. Oh my god. Okay. So maybe what you should start listening to is like heavy metal. Oh, so I actually I started listening. I found that there are two things I can listen to. Classical music. Actually, only one. I, I tried to listen to jazzy Christmas music, but every fucking Christmas song is about romance and love, and it, that's not good. So I have to listen to the Rocky soundtrack. The Rocky? <laughs> Why? The Rocky soundtrack is... is it's whatever it is. It just doesn't... No, there's no... It gets me in the zone enough. like I'm fighting yeah. this battle. Oh, I see. I thought you meant like there's just nothing familiar about that song with, with B. Also, that's that's also true. I've I have never even seen Rocky, so. Oh, do you think she's fighting the same battle as you? You know, it's it's interesting. I'm not sure. I, she's. I think she might be tougher, or at least she doesn't show as many sad emotions as I do. And I, also, you you said that she's had a relationship that she yeah spoken yeah, up yeah, before, yeah. whereas you haven't really. And also, it's I don't know how if this was absolutely a hundred percent. You know, yeah. What, what's the word? Mutual. Mutual. Yeah. You think I liked her more? No, I just think that you know maybe she did the initiating. She she definitely initiated. I ended up saying, okay, let's just call, let's just break up. Right. Uh, but I think it, it was a mutual thing. Like we both liked each other a lot. We just didn't see us wanting to put in the extra effort to. To like, make yeah. this a, a big thing, and you know what I think, if you think of it as like, okay, we're taking a break, and you know, if it's meant to be, I said you know that. Saying, yeah, I you actually... know what the saying is: if you love something, set it free. If it comes back, it's yours. If it doesn't, it never was. What the hell was that? It's a saying. I used to have it on a poster on my wall in my my, <laughs> my dorm room. I'm glad. But, but it's true. You yeah. gotta let it go. And then if it's meant to be, yeah, then so, you yeah, know, the, meet up at some other later time. I said, why don't we just take a break? And she said, no, a break is a breakup. So so that was, so. I, I gotta tell you, taking a break is just sort of putting yourself out there in limbo, flapping in the wind. And that's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Well, one thing that's come up, I, I felt weird being so silent with her. Yeah, over the past used three to years. being friends with her. Yeah. Well, we were texting daily, so. Yeah. For me, that's a lot for for someone. So, and, and I've been thinking of her nonstop. It's it's absolutely amazing. I didn't think I, you know, I knew I liked her. I didn't think I had such strong feelings for her. But it literally right. feels like a like a, a part of me is dying. I, okay, I, okay. It could also be. I mean, I think we talked a little bit about this before, but it could also be that. It's almost habitual, like you're used to having a security blanket around you um, and when it's taken away, even though, I mean, maybe you were more in love with the idea of love than you were, or, or like, maybe you're more like with the idea of like than you were with her specifically. Just maybe you enjoyed having this person that you could go back and forth with. Maybe. And I mean, because I, I, of texting and all that kind of stuff, it makes you much more into someone's life than if you were just yeah. like back in the days when I grew up or when... You had to literally call someone on the telephone, and no one even did that. So you saw him twice a week, and four months was not a long time. Then. Well, I'm starting to hate my phone because all I want to do is text her, look at her, look at her Snapchat, or, or oh, look man. at her Twitter. Did you defriend her or anything on Facebook? No, it's, it's too extreme. So I ended up texting her today. You weak? No, I didn't know because I'm, I'm just kidding. I, th- I felt like listen because I, yeah. I I, I was it's having all. What'd you say? It's weird not to text her. You it's know? weird. It's very weird. Especially you know, like you like each other still as friends. So I ended up texting her. Hey, just want to let you know that my silence is not a reflection of how I feel about you. I just think because we never talked about uh, like how we were going to approach talking in the future, by the way. Oh, OK. So I felt like I, I was hoping that she didn't think like all of a sudden I was over her. Or, like, I don't know. I guess that, that might be a little narcissistic, but I, I was experiencing these these very sad feelings 
and I thought they were kind of there was something beautiful about them because it shows that how much I cared about her and I wanted her to know that. That's beyond sweet. Everybody listening to this is probably going, I want to date Cam Porter. Okay. Well, anyway, so I write, hey, just want to let you know my, my silence is not a reflection of how I feel about you. I just think it'll make it less p- painful for a bit. You were right. Breakups are not fun. Extreme discomfort. Sometimes I think I'm dying. I hope you're doing better or at least better than me. Or I hope you're doing well or at least better than me. She responds, it's all good, Cam. I was expecting us to be in touch. I was, wasn't expecting us to be in touch for a while. I'm glad things are amicable. Have a lovely, lovely vacation. Oh. It's a little curt. A little, little cold. A little cold, but yeah. I, she needs to, some, one of the two has to be like that. She's, I think she's, uh, she's good at, at detaching like that, I think. Yeah, she really is good at, I mean, that is, that's tough. That, that's, 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 that actually speaks a little bit to. She's the, strong. She's very yeah. tough and strong. Yeah, or, you know, this is the way she's coping with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, it's not fun. Then, then I did, I had to do everything possible not to look at her goddamn Snapchat last night. Her Snapchat I- story. Oh, I think you got to just, de- de- that's where you got to start uh, setting the boundaries and delete some of that stuff so you're not tempted to. I well, I had to do that too. In the it's prior in the fucking, had... it's in the fucking app. And I, so anytime I'm on Snapchat, I fucking have to see that oh, shit. Yeah, but, and then, I, so then I, I, I did cave and I looked at her Twitter and this was very interesting. What, she's seeing two, two guys right now? Look at you. No, here's what, what was interesting was that there was a guy that responded like she, she said something funny, and then some guy said, "I'm lolling at this" or some some bullshit like that, and a surge of jealousy. I rarely experienced jealousy. Say, yeah, really. I, there was what a concern the that was like, "Oh God, what if she just broke up because she wanted to see this other guy?" And that no, was it was a very challenging, totally paranoid. Yeah, I know it, it total anxiety, total anxiety, and, and even if it's true, you know. That she should be seeing this other guy. We decided that we, you know, weren't seeing we weren't seeing each other. We didn't want to invest it, so it's fine. It's all fine. My toes are numb for some reason. I think that it, <laughs> I have attributed it to my my heart taking up all the goddamn blood, oh. trying to mend itself. Oh, I just remember when I've been in those situations, and uh, your best bet to me was to eliminate all the ability to check on them and stalk them in any way <laughs> so well, you might so I'm go- I, I found myself stalking a lot like you know checking to see you know facebook pay- pictures and stuff like that yeah, so yeah. if you can figure out a way not to i mean i don't, you don't want to defriend her i guess but maybe you might just just uh, for a little while and this, i think she'll it, figure it out this is so it's so foreign to me these feelings of this is very unusual this is a very unusual feeling i really feel like i'm in grief and this has not happened since dad died well, and also when you have a death, it's comes. It's like this this abandonment feeling comes out. I think much stronger. Maybe I don't know. I think I tend to be very sensitive, and the thought of losing someone that I care about is very challenging. Yeah, but I think in this case, it's just a matter of like breaking the habit of the, you know, the interactions, and that if you you need that break, and then later on you can have like somewhat of a relationship, like friend wise. Yeah, down down the road. Yeah, and I kind of learned this like from your brother's interaction with his girlfriend, ex girlfriend, because I know he felt the same way. It's hard. She belongs to my yoga studio, so I imagine I will be running into her there. Oh, try to avoid any kind of contact right now. I think. Well, just... she's going away for another three weeks. For yeah, the next yeah. three weeks. So, in, and gonna I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be out of town. So yeah. I'm out of town. I'll, I'll, I will not be looking. I won't be on the internet. So it'll be fine. Yeah, it's it, it's like if you're used to every single day getting a cup of Starbucks and you don't get it one day, it's, you miss it. Withdrawal. I'm in withdrawal right now. You're withdrawing. Yeah. <clears throat> You know, it's the first time, and uh, I, yeah, I still feel like it's a good thing only because you haven't had a lot of relationships, so yeah. you want to have more. I th- yeah, I mean, I, so that's a little a, a little of my concern is that, like, I like this girl, but I didn't love her, you know, no offense to be, but I, I didn't feel like we were there, which is why we didn't continue. What happens if I, if I fall in love with a girl, and then some something 
is awry. Maybe she has to move away. Maybe you know, for whatever reason, we have to break up. You imagine then my fucking my heart's no, gonna be like, no, it's gonna be no, a fucking disaster. Every, no, because if it's true, like really a truly loving, totally on the same page relationship, you guys will make it happen no matter what. Even if you have to have a long distance, or even if you, you know, have to make some sacrifices and compromise. I think there are shades. There are shades, and I was surprised by how emotional this made me. Despite having like a, a very beginnerish type relationship relative yeah. to real love, you know. Yeah, I don't know how people that you know find out their husband cheated on them after thirty years can go on with it. You know, it's yeah. adjusting. It's just really tough. Yeah, my but, my friend was making he he made a good point. He was like in he, he was saying for himself he views it very much. Well, this this is something very a little different. But he was talking about how he. Um, he worries that he's been involved with this this relationship for about uh, nine months, and uh, he's he's found that every couple months he goes through a it, no no it's actually I think it's over a year now but every few months he goes through this phase of being like oh god what if she's not the one am I really settling down right now mm-hmm. and then he has to plow through that shit and he feels like it's like a stairs like 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 he's climbing stairs he. He feels this this anxiety, and he plows through and gets the next one. He's like, "Oh, this is why I'm with her." Of course, this is it's okay to be sitting, you know, being yeah, with one I mean, person. Yeah, I don't think you're ever gonna feel like a hundred percent that this is your soulmate. I don't know. It depends on if you believe in all that, but I mean, I think you you feel like you'll know when it's really mutual and it's gonna work out. Yeah, yeah. And you really want to be with the other person, and yeah. Well, so but, I, I I bring yeah. that I bring that up because he said. This was his second of second major relationship, and it was much easier for him. He was way more acquainted with all the steps from his previous relationship that he now can bring into this relationship, so it doesn't cause him as much much anxiety. So I I translate. Do you understand where I'm going with this? Mm, kinda, yeah. I mean, so he's more comfortable with saying, "Oh, um, when this happens." Um, we'll still probably end up getting back together. We just had a minor fight. Or... Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah, I find each relationship to be so different that uh, I don't, I mean, I'm my two major, I three, I would say, major relationships, and they've all been so different. Yeah. And I think it's easier if you are the one breaking up with the person than vice versa. Mm. And well, in this case, it seems kind of mutual. I'm not sure. It's, it's unclear to me if, if one of us wanted it more than the other or vice versa. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, it's much harder, obviously, if somebody decides they have fallen out of love with you than vice versa. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, imagine that. I'm, yeah. I don't want that to fucking happen. Yeah, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. <laughs> don't worry. I'll beat them up if anybody does anything like that to you. <laughs> You're, that's not going to happen, if anything, you're going to find that the girls are going to be clamoring for you now that you are much more confident in your sexual prowess, too. No, I wouldn't say. I think uh-uh. I think since leaving her, all of the confidence has blown away. Oh, for crying out loud. That's ridiculous. You just It's like riding a horse. You just got to get back in the saddle again. I know, but the, the trust that I, that I developed with her before we started yeah. having sex was enormous. You know, right. and I know that it's not going to be so easy just to fucking yeah, find another will. girl I like a lot that I'm going to trust. Yeah, you'll you'll find it. All right. Your confidence level is still there. Just it's a little bit shaky right now. <laughs> okay. You'll be just fine. All right. Well. Just if you have any doubts, just go listen to your interview with Sadie Santana of Triple X. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, that's the three-day after update. I think you're doing pretty well. We'll you're smiling. It. You haven't lost a ton of weight. Thank sleeping you. all right. I have been sleeping. I have actually been sleeping pretty well. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you're doing a... pretty well for for three days out. I'd love to see how this transpires. I think I always say, whenever you lose one puppy, you get another in the kennel. I don't know. It took a while to get this one in the kennel. Well, and now that the doors are open, I think you'll be. Jumping right back in there again, and so you just have to meet some more people and and uh, get a bunch of different girls this time and see how that works out for you. Okay. All right. Well, we'll check in um, maybe after our little trip together. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, okay. All right. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Mwah. 
Ready for action. So it's been over, it's about, it's been 15 days since the breakup. How Two weeks. Doing? How you doing there, Cam? I'm doing well. Yeah? I'm back on the horse, back of the saddle. Are you able to listen to the radio again in your car? I'm able to listen to to most songs. Certain songs still remind me of her. Huh. You know, I I I, th- I started to realize it's just the feeling of loss. You know, it's it's if yeah, I get it. I, I get it. I don't even know the how... loss of, of of a friend or a relationship or of um, just a person that you normally would speak to every day. Yeah, I think I, I think just kind of what you were talking about it becoming a habit to have this person in my life. Yeah. I also think so so part of it is is just wanting to spend time with her. The other part is I think the sex is a big component. Yeah, it's hard to give up good sex. I mean, you just I I feel like a like a horn dog. Like a horn dog. Oh, I, that's I, good. I feel myself like craving to have sex which i didn't have i feel like i opened pandora's box with this fucking relationship that's the worst part about it you don't want to break up and give up regular sex it's it's a horrible feeling but anyway i'm 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 doing much better i'm not going my heart doesn't hurt that much or at all anymore which is very good that's good that's good Uh, i think you're recovering very nicely but you know i haven't seen her since the breakup oh man i did send her a birthday gift i told you about that right yeah, yeah. Why don't you tell our listeners? Well, I don't know if I uh, if I had talked about this on the last the last time I checked in, but I decided to send her a. Uh, it was basically a gag gift, and um, a little personal thing between the two. A of little you. personal thing. She hated she hated this song, and so I sent her the the album that the song is on. <laughs> that was so nice. Of you. Yeah. Well, I told her I was going to buy her. Uh, I, I wanted to buy her this speaker system. For her, for her birthday, but after we broke up, I felt that was a little excessive. It's so, extremely excessive. So instead, I said I went to the music store to buy the speaker system, but I bought this album instead. I couldn't find. <laughs> it was oh playing God. over the loudspeaker, and it was it was just the most compelling song I've ever heard. What's it called? Budapest by George Ezra, which I actually am a big fan of. Oh my God! I saw it loud blues. It's phenomenal. What do you mean you saw him? I was with you. Well, that's, I, right. that's actually where I I learned about uh, yeah, the song. Yeah. Anyway, the okay. pain the pain has subsided. Things still remind me of her occasionally, but it's not nearly as much as it used to be. Um, yeah, I'm, I think I'm, as opposed to thinking about what I've lost, I'm starting to think more about what I, you know, what's what ahead, gained? what's going on in the future. Oh, and what you learned? And what I learned. Yeah. I think, I think this was very, uh, it was a good, a good growth experience. Absolutely, it it must have been a phenomenal yeah learn, learning how to care for someone else and learning that even if the person isn't perfect, it's okay. Right, right. And another thing you, I think that was interesting is like knowing like that maybe this person's not going to be the one, but you still enjoy their company, so you don't break it off with them. That was huge. That was a big learning experience. Right. But I think we we had gotten to the point where. It, it, we had to decide whether or not we were going to invest more in the relationship or whether we were just going to let it, you know, yeah. because it would have get, if we had continued on as is, it would have just been harder and harder to break up down the line. No. It, and we knew that eventually that was going to happen. You got stuck in the second trimester of my theory of trimesters. Right. Right. Yeah. Which, which if someone hasn't heard about my trimester theory at the first trimester you're like in this honeymoon phase and everything is great and it's all sexual and you can't even imagine living your life without the, this person and then the second trimester and that could, it doesn't need to be three months it could be three days but the second trimester is when you start like noticing flaws and noticing red flags popping up and if you can get through the second trimester and work on those things until you get to the third then you know you're home free I guess right until you, she wants to sleep over in which case that's problematic but basically, you you kind of like went separate ways, and you both knew it wasn't working out. And it's good because at least it wasn't like one sided, like where she'd be like completely devastated, and or vice versa. Yeah, I, I wrote some some th- some notes about how I was feeling. You want me to start talking about that? Yeah, talk, talk, talk. So, uh, one note was fuck social media. I still have. 
I don't understand. I still have this jealousy. Oh my God! You're are you stalking her on social media? No, like, no. Occasionally, I'll read a tweet or something, then I'll see that yeah. this one guy fucking responds to it. Yeah, you gotta and stop that shit. Never in my life have I experienced jealousy. I know. To an, this is but b- totally bananas. Yeah, but it's probably based on just you know the fear of well, did I make a mistake? Did I you know should I have you know stayed with her because look at she's a desirable person to somebody else. Well, it's actually, I think it's a lot of it is that what if she tried to break up because she was interested no, in this guy? That That's complete paranoia right there. That's, that's par- So I might be a paranoid. I'm, I might be a paranoid neurotic. Stalker. No, why, I mean, why honestly, are you labeling me as a stalker? I looked at her Twitter once. <laughs> I Listen, I literally had to like take myself, like defriend like ex, ex guys. I did because I couldn't stand it if I saw them like at the time remember they had that that what an AOL chat or whatever, and I'd see they were on, and they hadn't they hadn't talked to me, and then I was taking it as a personal affront. So like I had to like remove his name off the list, so I couldn't see that he was on. Yeah, I okay. mean, I, I I feel like tweeting at this kid that keeps tweeting at her, <laughs> like, hey, fuck off. <laughs> and but then I I wanted I wanted then I'm like, well, you know, she should be able to move on and you know find someone that she likes. So then I feel like tweeting at him. I hope you guys live happily ever after together and get I will hope to be at the wedding. It's these mixed emotions just rushing it's, at me. It's just a fucking roller coaster. It's a roller coaster every time I sign on to Twitter. <laughs> you don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah. You just have this this waves of emotion. Here's another thing that I noticed. I hate this. This is the worst. And this is this might be a little too graphic. No, there's nothing too this, graphic. This, when I'm masturbating. Okay. It might be too graphic. Now that I'm a fucking horn dog because I'm not having sex, when I'm masturbating, I'm trying to avoid all thoughts of her because I feel like that's going to make me feel more lonely. I was thinking it's just going to make me not only am I not seeing her anymore, but it's going to remind me of how good it was when I was with her. Right. So then, so I'm trying to avoid th- those thoughts. I don't think you should avoid those thoughts. Well, I can't really. The, the point that I'm trying to make is I can't really. She, the fucking, she, no matter what I'm trying to fantasize about, she, her face pops in or some <laughs> some memory pops in and i'm like god damn it what is that's to- that's got to be totally normal i feel like it, it reminds me of when i was like a kid at like i don't even think at a, a kid was it yesterday it could be at any yoga class i'm trying to avoid having a boner or something like that oh like when you got the massage or the massage i tried to start thinking of dead people and then next thing you know <laughs> there's like a hot girl Prancing around the fucking tombstone. <laughs> so it's the same kind of thing. It's the, the same sort of thing. That just you can't be mindful and just move your it's, county sheep is not helping. No, 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 it's not good. I think I think you just have to let it go and just masturbate to her and just don't worry about it. it's not going to cause any more issues because there's once you're done masturbating that the three seconds of pleasure or whatever that is, uh, is you. gonna you'll go back to remembering why you broke up with her and it'll be fine. Yeah, and remember, there's only it's only gonna be like that until you have your next girl. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that's another thing. I I start looking at these other girls now, and then I'm like, God, Jesus, the okay. amount of effort that's gonna have to go into me learning about this girl, the the time, the money, having to open up, it's a nightmare. Okay, you're overanalyzing and you're adding way too much stress. Okay, it doesn't have to be that complicated. You're not entering a marriage, okay? It's not a big deal. First Boy. of all, the money thing is it should not be part of it, okay? Huge. Go, it's a, are you kidding? Just go for a freaking drink. Yeah, how much do you think a drink is in Los Angeles? Okay, how about a coffee? You can buy her a Starbucks. No I'm one wants coffee. It. Not a soul wants coffee. Okay, maybe you'll just be out with your friends anyway, and you don't need to even buy any drinks. Fuck boy, that's a fuck boy. No, you have to go on a drink date. The drink date's awkward. It's like doing a fucking interview. You got to go at least a couple of those, and you get the fucking ten dollar drink for both you guys. Then you fucking have to. Then you start, and then you're pretending the whole time that you've known this person your whole life, like you have this amazing connection. When really you both know this is a complete stranger. There's no other strangers. If you weren't interested in them romantically, you would never just say, oh, let me buy you a drink and spend hours trying to get to know you. It's a very awkward it's a fucking nightmare. Okay, okay, all right. Breathe, breathe, okay. Now, let's just start at the beginning here. 
you can pick places that are not real expensive. There's got to be places in L.A. that have like a happy hour. Happy hour is not a bad idea. It's a great idea, especially ones that, that give free drinks to women. That's no, where you want to no, go. What a, no, what, what, what do you mean give free drinks to women? I've never heard of that. You never heard about that? No. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they have happy hours where there's free drinks for women. Okay, and also, how awkward would it be if I brought a girl to a bar <laughs> knowing that the girl gets free drinks? <laughs> what the hell? Maybe that. <laughs> hey, let, let's go to this one bar I know on La Cienega. And we show up, and I ask her to get both drinks. <laughs> okay, I guess that would be a little tacky. Very tacky. Maybe not the best idea. No, I'm stuck with the the $20 tab plus the $2 tip. $2? You can't, wait a second. got to give 20%. What do you mean $2 tip? you got to give at least $4 tip. That would turn me off big time if you only gave the These are drinks. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I got to you. give you 20% on drinks? Let me tell you something. I thought there it was, was a, a buck a drink. I did not date a guy because he got a, a vodka for himself. The bill was like $6. And instead of giving a $2 tip, he gave a $1.25 tip. That was me. That's, right 25, there. that's 20%. Okay. The fact that he gave a quarter, <laughs> of the extra 75 cents, I would not date him. That was it. He was off the list. He called me up, and I thought to myself, cheap shit. Okay. No, I, not happening. I, I, on a $20 tip, two, two mixed drinks, I probably would give a $3 tip. No. That's 15%. What, is, what, is, what are you, you talking about? I, I'm telling you, you got to give 20. You got to do the right thing. That dollar is not going to change your life, and you look like a cheap shit if you do only three bucks. So really, it has nothing to do about the with the bartender. It has entire. I'm only no, keeping no. the bartender to show that I'm a big fucking macho man. Now they can no, no, no. Okay. The other spray thing is, dollars everywhere. It's always a good idea to overtip the bartender in the first drink. What do you mean first drink? There's one <laughs> drink. If I if I get a second round of drink, we're up to forty dollars. Okay, I got another idea. This is a nightmare. Another idea, you go to places that have like half-price bo- half bottles of wine like on a Monday night or something. I'm telling you, this, this will be a great idea for you. They're half-price, $20 for an entire bottle of wine. Okay, not a bad idea, but then right. I'm drunk as a skunk. I can't get home. <laughs> then I got to pay for the Lyft or Uber home. Add oh, another $20 because Los Angeles is a okay. sprawling mess. <laughs> There's a possibility, also a possibility, that it could be within walking distance from your house. Okay. All right. All right. These are all great ideas. Thank you. And that was my breakup journal from this first major relationship. Very proud of you. Would you consider this a major relationship? Yes. In your life, yes, I would. (laughs) For you, for you, this is an eternity. That's what you're saying. It's the the most intense relationship you've ever had. Yeah. So Unless you count um, when you made out with some girl on the ski slopes. The, the Our, forty-five second relationship. The forty-five second relationship. That was surprisingly meaningful. How old were you? Seventh grade. Must have been thirteen. <laughs> right, well, we'll hold that for the future stories. But anyway, I hope you guys uh, make sure to subscribe to our podcast, Sex Talk with My Mom. And please uh, share this with your friends. Spread the word. Tell spread, tell spread different presses. Tell the yeah. press. Tell the press about us, and and also. We have a website that's up. It's at sextalkwithmymom.com. It's very, very simplistic right now, but it's going to be filled with good information in the future, so make sure you go there and sign up for our fan page. Also follow us on Twitter at Sex Talk Podcast, and on Facebook, just look up Sex Talk With My Mom. Bye-bye. Love you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.